0: We are very excited to have Billy Howardale from A Perfect Circle checking in today via Skype on the countdown for his third time. Going through some history, you are our first guest co-host of 2014 as well, Billy. So it's always great to start off the new year with you, man. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for having me back.
0: All right, let's talk about the new album. From what I've read, a perfect circle is about midway to completion on the new album, which is coming out later on this year. Now you had this mobile studio on the road during that fall tour you guys did, but there just seems to be so many distractions on the road. So we you actually able to get anything done in the midst of that tour.
1: I mean a, yeah, a bit. Um, then I got a I got good work done on one song in particular so it was wasn't wasted. Um, but yeah it was harder to get into anything creative that needed big blocks of time. you know you you've kind of pulled in a lot of directions and you do have an hour off here and an hour off there but um, you know I, the good stuff doesn't come to me that quickly. Um, so if it's utility things and finishing up tracks, it's fine. But, you know, new ideas are tough to dig into that
0: quick. Billy Howardell from A Perfect Circle co-hosting today. Now, you guys did a couple of new songs on the latest tour called Feathers and also Hourglass. So are you in the band ever hesitant on playing too much of the new music before an album is released? Or can an audience reaction kind of be a type of gauge for you to use?
1: I look at it both ways. Um, you know, it's interesting to give to get a feel for it and get your get your bearings on what the song is. And you definitely, you get an honest barometer from, you know, the, the crowd's response. Uh, you you know, you don't want to give too much away, but I feel like we're doing it within our, with what we set out to do. We'll put out a little bit there. You know, we played three songs on the last run, the doomed feathers and hourglass. And, and, um, You know, typically in in the past, we did that on the very first record, we just didn't have a record deal, and we were a small band. Uh, You know, in 1999, uh, we went out and did club shows and played these songs in front of people, and kind of see, uh, saw what worked and what didn't.
0: I am so excited bringing you the first Ellie Lloyd Rock Countdown of 2018 with Billy Howardell from A Perfect Circle co-hosting today. And one thing that you said that I really admire Billy is, you said, if I had one intention for the music, that is to be timeless. So maybe pick it up from there and tell me why that's so important to you.
1: (laughs) I'm not as interested in making you know a splash today and gone tomorrow. I mean, I, I don't know. I I would think everyone thinks the same, but I don't know if you're in the if you're in the popular music world that seems to be either only what's available or um, that you're okay with that, you know, that 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 15 minutes of fame kind of thing. Um, I'll, I'll forego the fame for trying to have an impact with some longevity. Um, so, I mean, that comes into play with. The production side too, like how things sound. So getting back to the way things sound, the mix or the production. I mean, those are the things that I think can sound uh, timeless or not. So um, trying to again let go of some of those things on this record for the sake of being a musician first. Um, and yeah, I think that's the ultimate. The ultimate goal is to have. You know, we've had. We're doing these shows and did this last tour, and people are still showing up from records that we made, you know, 14 years ago. So. I'd say that that's the most flattering thing and doesn't go unnoticed, and, and we're very lucky to have that.
0: Billy Howardell, our first guest co-host of 2018 from a perfect circle. Now, when you presented the first snippet of your song, The Doom, to Maynard, what was his initial reaction, and how did that ultimately end up being a single for radio?
1: The Doomed was started as a little film score piece. I, I scored my first um, feature film, and uh, it's called D-Love. And um, it's actually just in a, just in local theaters right now. It's been in film festivals and and um, so going through that whole process, it, it made me think of colors of music a little differently. So it started off as a cue that might have been in um, some of these flashback scenes in Romania. So it's got, you know, it kind of had that Eastern European kind of hint toward, you know, hint towards that, I guess. And, um, I I put a bunch of things in a folder for Maynard to listen to. I was interested in, in that one little piece and asked to flush it out into a song. So I went back and made it into a song and and quicker than I thought it would be, you know, like in a couple days, he reacted strongly right away, came and tracked the vocal at my place. And, um, you know, we had pretty much the, the, the skeleton of a working song that I thought was really strong. I didn't really think of that being the first song we would offer. I don't know that Maynard did either, but once it came together, um, I think for the people I played it to, I got the same reaction, which was just, wow. You know, it was just, uh, I need a moment to process that. And, uh, so I guess that was, you know, compelling reason to, um, kind of put that as the first offering.
0: You're working on your new album coming out later on this year. And at this point, are you working on a specific number of songs as you finalize the album, or are there still several work parts that uh, could lead to other songs?
1: Um, We are pretty much underway. We we've identified the songs that are going to be on the record. But that being said, there's, there's a few, I, I think there's still that song that has not been written yet that I think once we're totally done will come to us. But uh, that's a fingers crossed kind of situation.
0: Back in 2014, our first L.A. Lloyd Rock Countdown was co-hosted by Billy Howardell of A Perfect Circle. We have him here for the first one of 2018. Back in 2014, we talked about an interview in Rolling Stone where you said, I'm trying to find optimism in the music a little bit more. With so much negativity going on in the world, Billy, especially here in the U.S., I was curious if that optimism is still there while you're working on the new album. You
1: know, I've typically, historically reacted to... Dark surroundings with something lighter in tone, um, but uh, you know, I don't know that there's one musical theme. Now you could ask Maynard because he's coming from a different place with with lyrics, and I'm going to come from with the music, and that's kind of the beauty of collaboration. You know, you're not coming from exactly the same place. Um, Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's too early for me to tell or or really assess how this record sounds on the on the dark light meter. But yeah, certainly, I mean, things have gotten, you know, continually to pivot back and forth between being so bad that it's paralyzing to, you know, I just need a break for a minute um, from this and what that escape sounds like can be. Heard on this record.
0: Billy Howardell from A Perfect Circle is hanging out with us today. Last hour, we touched on why fans are not allowed to record A Perfect Circle shows on their phone. But this isn't really something new. I mean, Maynard James Keenan has never allowed recordings at their tool shows either. So this shouldn't be any big surprise to the fans, Billy.
1: There's many reasons. I mean, I don't know if one's better than the next, but you go to a play we're asking for the same thing to be with us truly connected not distracted you know i think phones i mean we all suffer from it and we all enjoy it too it's just the distraction of having this thing that pulls you away from being truly engaged in whatever you're doing i mean you know you go to dinner how many times people you're with or you see a table full of people just not even interacting and on the phone i mean Mm -hmm. it's almost now it's almost like the cliche joke of even saying that out loud i mean everyone's aware of it we're just trying to figure out what to do about it and at a show it's like it's 90 minutes of your day and not every day it's like 90 minutes of that one day that everyone you know saved up money and arranged their schedule to come and be part of this thing and for those 90 minutes we're asking for your attention and not to you know be rude to the person behind you with the screen in their face and and I mean, it's kind of as as simple as that. And you know, the video that you take and now this is on my personal, this is me now outside of the band. And now I'm outside of it all. And just as my personal take, I've taken pictures and videos at concerts before. And I mean, what do you do with it? If you put it up, you're there to just share on social media. Like I was here on the day, or are you truly going to go back and listen to this, you know, this video that looks subpar and sounds subpar, you know, um, So, you know, we'd rather you just, the bottom line is rather you be connected with us there and just put the distraction down.
0: Just enjoy the show. Take it in. All right. Billy Howardell is here and we have time to play a Rock Countdown Extra. So why don't we make an artist pick? I think
1: like if there was an overture for the band, I would call it Arrestus. You know, it's probably uh, one of the tracks I'm most proud of, but I think it kind of encapsulates who we are as a band
0: we last spoke to billy howardale back in 2014 he was our first guest co-host of that year just as he is for 2018 and going back just a bit now we talked about the collection your greatest hits on 360 when you started going through some of that music did you get a bit nostalgic and how did it feel to kind of revisit some of those old songs
1: yeah when we're trying to put together a 360 package, it was just, you know, revisiting basically the past and seeing where we came from. And I think it's a good lead up to what we're doing now, you know, putting out a record, you, you want to take a look at that stuff, but not have to, it, it shows you that you don't have to remake the same record you already made. I did a track by track, um, what do you call it I'm blanking on a commentary on, on the songs. And it, it was kind of interesting to kind of pick your brain and see where you're at when you wrote this song or that. And for me, it was like this musical diary, especially the first record of writing songs in different locations. You know, there's so many different locations that I have written the Meriden Alms, the basis for the Meriden Alms records in. And so it was just kind of nice to go back and through that diary. You know, the first time I saw the Rocky Mountains literally waking up to take a leak on the tour bus for the first time when I was in my early twenties and then seeing the Rocky Mountains, you know, 50 miles in the distance and just that feeling and sitting up in the front of the tour bus freezing looking out the window and then uh, started writing a song you know just probably more out of boredom but it's it just reconnects you to what you were doing at that time you know for me it was just it it, it adds that extra dimension especially when you're going back and looking at all those songs to release as a complete set
0: i am LA lloyd very excited to have billy howardale of a perfect circle as our first guest co-host of 2018 on the rock countdown now i wanted to talk a little bit about you guys recording the new album. So I'm thinking for the most part, Billy, you work alone in the studio, you send your work parts to Maynard. Is that the way you prefer to work? Or is it simpler working with others in the studio to kind of get a reaction sometimes?
1: Uh, you know, I'm kind of changing my tune on that. I've always worked in isolation for the most part and will present Maynard ideas that are more solidified and then see where he's at with them. Um, you know, I did that up until this summer. And then we... I. I said to Maynard and to our manager that I'd like to consider bringing someone else in to help produce the record. So, you know, we talked about some names that were out there and, and my manager, Dino, uh, had worked with this guy, Dave Sardi before. So recommended him, met with him and, and, um, I liked Dave. I, I liked what he had to say. And, and, um, we seemed to be enough on the same page to to get something moving. And I, I kind of wanted to see what it was like to sit back in the musician's chair and not sitting in front of the computer. Hmm. And I'll tell you, it's been a struggle. It's been hard for me because I'm very visual and my, in, my strongest instrument, I think, is the arrangement page in the DAW. I mean, that's kind of where I've always lived. And um, so I'm kind of, that's been taken from me by choice. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, I'm about to go in the studio in about an hour today to go down there. They're getting set up for me to go down and track. So it's it's weird not to be in control of that because it makes me have to think of music differently.
0: Always challenging yourself, my friend. And that's why the music is so great from A Perfect Circle. And I do appreciate you being here. Well, a great way to start off the year. I hope your new year is going well. Billy Howardell from A Perfect Circle, thanks for calling in today via Skype. Next time, I hope to sit down with you face to face and we'll chat more once the new album comes out later on this year.
1: That sounds great. Thanks, Lloyd.